welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Blick. Last week, the party executed an unlikely plan to sneak past Rithmala. With the aid of clutch magic from Flick and Kit, the party was able to stealthily make their way to the door that would lead them to the staircase down to the fourth level of the Arcanium, and, at long last, the Node. There was a terribly tense moment when it looked like Bria might be caught by Rithmala's magic and forced the others to go on without her, but a natural 20 saved the day, and the party made it out of her grasp. With a flaming sphere behind to guard them, the party began descending the stairs, hearing a familiar electric hum coming from below. What will they find at the bottom of the stairs? Are they at last at journey's end? And if they are, what final decisions will they make? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello there. So I just had an idea. Oh, there she goes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's me. Uh, when you were like the familiar hum, I was like, oh, Robert. And I was like, oh, we're going to find Robert behind a curtain down in the basement because it started with Wizard of Oz. I fully was like, Robert's coming back. Yeah. We're going to see them. <laughs> it's not. It's it's him going Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I thought. I the humming. I was, I was, I was, I was trying, I was, I was trying mm-hmm. to hum that with a country twang, and I don't know how you can even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Need, yeah, how do you hum in a? <laughs> I think it's probably got to just be like. I had no idea what y'all were humming. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was either. humming nonsense okay. is what it was. I was doing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It probably right. wasn't uh, very good, though. And at I first I started to do, to do If I Only Had a Brain, but okay. then I went into <laughs> something else. <laughs> I think for Robert, it's If He Only Had a Heart. You think he's okay, more... But, oh, well, that makes yeah. sense. If he's mechanical in some way. So he's well, no, I'm just man. saying because he's so cruel. I, I was going that way as well. I was like, he's oh just an gosh. asshole. Like, he's he's mean. He tried to kill us. Well, okay, uh, first he of all, succeeded in killing oh, me. Oh, but, but the first of all, not they, an asshole. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Did I they, first of all, they succeeded sorry. in killing me. My apologies. Second of all, second of all, didn't I? I mean, I hate to sort of cop to the Wizard of Oz thing, but like, pretty sure that the constructs from the first floor were the the three companions or the four companions. So, so I don't, friends. I don't think they're called friends. Robert. Sure, fine. For I don't. I think know this Robert for a was fact. To, oh. <laughs> I mean, they're friends, but they also stole Flick's mace. So yeah, no friends of mine. Friends they're, of Flick, yeah, no friends more. Friends of each other's. Yeah. Going they're back and listening to how Dorothy. mad you were was <laughs> oh really my God. fun. You so were I, much fun. Really mad. I, I <laughs> and I actually had a couple of people, like a couple of close friends of mine. I was like, like after they listened to the episode, I was like, oh, he was so mad at me. And they were like, really? I didn't like. I mean, I got he was sort of ticked, but like I didn't really get it from the. And I was like, oh, no, no. oh, you should have heard the unedited audio. The <laughs> silences spoke the si- Yeah, it's the, it was the si- I was really mad. I've gotten over it kind of now, but I have actually kind had of. people text me and message me saying like hashtag justice for the mace, and they want to get it back. <laughs> They they want it back more than Flick. Flick, here's the thing, listeners. Flick's strength bonus is negative one. So his mace is not hugely important to him unless he needs it to use to make some sort of like non-magical damage. So I I hugely appreciate the the support. <laughs> I as and I and I in the moment I was very mad, yes. But 
it's actually not that important. <laughs> which is which is exact to be fair, which is exactly why I pulled I, it like, out in the first place. Allowed the well, right? Why you like didn't notice in yeah, the first place? That's because I don't. Because I like, never use it, <laughs> right? But then so. when I did need it, it was it was um, in a clutch moment, if you uh-huh. will. Word of the uh-huh. week. <laughs> When I couldn't use clutch magic? I really enjoyed when you said that earlier, by the way. I am picturing someone who, like, happens to be behind by a week, and they listen to that ending from last episode, and they're like, oh my god. And then they get to this episode, they're like, here we go, and they get this. (laughs) (laughs) Is it gonna be like a Janice? Like, oh my god! Oh my! But if they've listened, if they've listened to the last hundred one episodes, like, yes, but also they can't possibly be surprised. I think if we were recording this on the same day, this would not be happening. No, true, true, true. You just revealed that we're not on the same day. Yeah, actually, we have recorded one hundred and one episodes. Back to back consecutively. It's, it's all <laughs> We've been holed up in, in my apartment for four weeks straight. <laughs> it's it's July nineteenth, two thousand seventeen, and we're almost done. No. Uh, also, is that the right math? Uh, no. If it was four weeks, it would have been August something. But so oh. I would have. Oh no. That's before I was even pregnant. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> we just decided. All of, it doesn't matter. We should probably at this point get to what happens. Right. I think we've had a good bit of banter. We're only at the seven-minute mark. Yeah, we that's like a good record. Okay. Oh, you don't want, want just like an hour of us bantering back and forth? I don't, and I don't know that the listener. Maybe the listeners do. I don't know. I mean, they probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they yeah. like us enough to like to hear us shit-talking each other. That's true. All right. Can we, can we start... Can we start now? Yes, yes, please. Okay. So you all have begun descending the stairs, and that familiar electric hum, well, we call it electric hum, gets louder and louder as you descend the stairs. You get to a landing at the bottom of these stairs, and in front of you is an almost floor-to-ceiling enormous set of double doors. It actually almost reminds you of the doors that you saw so long ago in the Shimmerscale tunnels as you were taken to meet Kashak in his audience chamber. The doors have that same symbol, the five circles connected by lines engraved upon it, though somewhat more... uh, artistically here than they were in the tunnels. The doors split the symbol right down the middle. You don't see any sort of uh, handle or locking mechanism or anything. They just stand there before you, closed, large, imposing. What do you do? I'm gonna put a hand on the door. Make a constitute. No. No. Uh, (laughs) Just like rest it lightly on the door. Yeah. Dramatically. I I think you can feel a little tiny, the tiniest bit of vibration, just enough to realize that, like, the source of this hum is behind these doors. I'm going to look back to my friends and give a little nod, kind of in a questioning way. We can speak to each other right now. No, this is dramatic. No words must be said. Oh. Do you cast silence to make sure that no words are said? (laughs) Did you say you're going to throw up, Kit? Yeah. (laughs) Not really. Make your constitution saving throw? (laughs) Oh, shit. Is that the title? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) 
not really. But maybe I'll look a little queasy when he looks back at us. Totally. Do I need to just leave our Jenkins this and just walk in? I think he's trying to have a moment, which I'm not totally opposed to. It just can't go on too much longer. I know, so it's not gonna. To open are the there door. handles or knobs? What's going on? No, no, no. As I said in my beautiful description, I know, thank you very I, much. I, I know, but it was a long time ago. Just close the door. <laughs> it was 90 seconds, seconds ago. Many things have happened since then. <laughs> so the moment is passed. End. We go in the door. Yep, yeah, so you push yeah, the I doors the open. Door. I, I go in. Um, they swing open surprisingly easily. I mean, they're enormous stone doors. Uh, but they they swing open as if they're a wooden door on well-oiled hinges. Uh, silently, they swing open. And beyond, you see an enormous chamber. This chamber looks to be probably the size of the entire structure that you've been traveling through. Each of the floors of the Arcanium that you've seen so far have been broken up into different chambers. Even the second floor had the large central pavilion with the rooms on the sides, but this looks like it just takes up the entire square footage of this floor in one enormous room. Along the walls are set ledges uh, at the height that it looks like they could be used rather comfortably as benches, and they completely circle the four walls of this room. All over the walls, not just at the joining points of the floor and ceiling, uh, of the floor and the wall and the ceiling and the wall are the walls are covered in these are uh, those arcane glyphs and sigils that you saw above. None of them are at all lit up here. It's quite dark down here, but there you see here covering these walls completely. In the very center of this enormous chamber is the only very very faint source of light. There is a ten foot by 10-foot crystal pyramid coming out of the floor. The pyramid is, the crystal of the pyramid is a light green in color, and there is a slight glow to it, but really what you notice more than the glow coming from the crystal itself is that there is a glow, a soft greenish-blue glow coming from a strange trickle of mist that is coming out of a large crack down one side of this crystal. It's very slight, it's very faint, but as it's the only real light source in the room to this point, it's noticeable to you all. Standing beyond the pyramid on the far side of the room is a strange figure. Hmm, I did not expect a figure in this room. It looks like an extremely large, probably nine feet tall, an extremely large sea star with legs coming out of the bottom. Bria was right all along. When I became a starfish, I knew how this shit ended. Sorry, keep going. It's a beautiful description. (laughs) It's weird to say that its back is to you, but its back is to you, I guess. (laughs) It seems to be doing something to be doing something on the the ledge, the bench, on the very far side of the room. And it seems at this point to not have noticed you at all. Should we talk to it? Probably. <laughs> what else are we going to do? 
The hum here is not as loud as it was when you opened the f- all four doors upstairs, but it's loud enough that you all can communicate to each other from the opposite side of the room in hushed tones, and it probably won't hear you, whatever this thing is. It's, it's, it's loud enough to cover soft noises. So, I don't watch SpongeBob, but is this Patrick? I had the same question. A giant Patrick. <laughs> That's, giant Patrick. hmm. He'll be easy to deal with. I almost want to just be like, Hey, Patrick. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> oh my gosh. I can uh, make so many references, but I there, there's too many to mention. Um, <laughs> there's too many to pick. Yeah. I think Maybe f- we just sing the friends song at him. Yeah. F is for friends. F is for friends who do stuff together. You, you take it. for you and me. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The deep, the deep blue, blue sea. sea. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Flick is going to uh, continue to walk forward very slowly. Okay. And um, I, mainly because he wants to get closer to what he assumes is the node, this pyramid okay. in the center of the room. Sure. And um, But quiet, as quietly as possible. And um, I, th- well, maybe like going to the right, like we're going to go, I'm going to start leading over that way very slowly. Okay. Is everyone following Flick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm wanna try to see if I can like get with without getting into uh the sight line of this creature, figure, mm-hmm. whatever, I wanna try mm-hmm. to like see if I can see what he's doing or what it's doing or Okay. Kit I that's kind of what I was going for as well. I wanna get a closer look. Um ooh. I'm having an internal debate. Um <laughs> I think if Flick has gone on ahead, I might turn to Bria and Bizdira and ask in very hushed tones if they think I should cast Detect Magic so we can find out what type of magic we might be dealing with in this room. That's um, actually a question for Flick. <laughs> it's, it's you, asked, you asked yeah. the one I'm gonna grab- that can cast... Magic I'm, missile and the one who doesn't really understand what magic is. I'm gonna I'm know, gonna grab Flick's away. tail. I know. <laughs> as he's walking, and I'm gonna pull him back towards us. <laughs> Amazing. So, and point here's, to Kit. Here's here's my comment about detect magic, and I think it's I think it's smart, but I also think that oh I wouldn't know this, would I? That you blew yourself up twice, or that you guys blew yourselves up with. Using magic. Uh, they looked pretty rough when they came out of that room, but no, I don't guess you would have known the reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it too, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if a first level spell would do that. I have a sneaking suspicion about it, about that, and I it has to do with like that little chamber that we were in, so I think it was just in that chamber. See, I'm wondering about, and obviously I don't know this, but this is the way my, me as a character, or me as a person thinks about this, not <laughs> me as my character. Um, but if the node is cracked, what's to say that just being close to the node is causing magic to be kind of crazy and kind of wonky, and that's why everything oh. kind of blew up? And That's also a valid... Yeah. That's valid. Busy. Did okay. we cast any... But Busy we cast... Yes, I agree with you. Oh, <gasps> I, I I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We're making strides. All right. Okay. That's valid. I won't do magic right now. Then I I, I really feel like we ours. should go. We're I'm not really scared of this thing. Not yet. Um. <laughs> so I feel like if we're I just want to see what do, it is and like what it's doing. Can right. we send? 
Kit over as a spider or something, and then she can come back and report. <laughs> that face Kit. that she just made <laughs> suggests right. perhaps like, not. Like, why don't uh, Why don't I, as the rogue, try to be sneaky? Oh my goodness! And I can go. I I just thought that my class was diplomat. I thought that that's what I was playing. Sorry, my bad. In- incorrect. <laughs> uh, Honestly, no, I'll go sneak over. I'll go sneak over and see what I can see. All right, great. So why don't you make me a dexterity stealth check? Okay, I'm going to do that then. Uh, why don't you make it with advantage because the hum in this room is concealing your sound a little Wait, bit. do you still have Pass Without Trace? Uh, you don't, and even if you did, when she moves more than 30 feet away from Kit, it doesn't apply to her anyway anyway. It's only a 15 with a plus With advantage nine. and a plus nine. I rolled a Jesus. six and a three. Okay. Yay. Well, shit, now I have to check this thing's passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, its passive perception is 14. Woo! <laughs> Excellent. You! <laughs> All right, so you can... How close are you getting? Uh, just so I can see what it's doing. So, All however. right, so you sort of move over to the left and... Uh, or to the right or whatever side. You move over to the side a little bit and approach it. And you see that it's got a, this weird-looking sort of black crate or something on the ledge. And you see it's sort of like doing something with the crate and you finally get close enough and sort of off to the side enough that you can see that this thing is reaching into like some sort of little like satchel or something that it has and it's pulling out handfuls of confetti and stuffing them in this black box. It's Robert! It's Robert! I, I'm gonna... Okay. Them, it's them. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, I'm coughing. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm, I'm gonna turn around to my friends, and I'm gonna mime... Um, uh, what are you gonna mime? <laughs> listen, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna mime. Okay. I'm gonna point, so upstairs, and then I'm gonna make a yakking thing with my hand. Like talking, talking, yakking, and then... meaning talking, not yakking, meaning puking. Just for the listeners. Oh yeah, sorry. Yak, 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 <laughs> yak, yak, yak. And so I point up, and then I do yak, 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 and then I throw confetti over myself. Uh, I feel like we need to throw roll insight to see if anyone. I was get just it. about to say, I really need to think roll that insight. you do because that wasn't <laughs> awful, but also like, nah, it might mean like it, it's Rithmala who wants to explode our brains, right? Like, should she roll a performance check again? Yeah. Oh no! I think yes. I think you should roll a performance check. That'll determine. That'll help me determine the DC. Let's do that. That's a good idea. How was your charisma performance, Bria? We'll start there. Seventeen. Okay, not bad. All right. So, Kit, you made a face. What did you get on your wisdom insight? An eight. Okay. Flick. <laughs> I got an eighteen. Nice. Okay. Bizdira. I got a nine. Okay. So, <laughs> Kit and Bizdira think it might be Rithmala. Uh, Flick, however. <laughs> Flick, however, understands that it is in fact Robert. Or anyway, Bria thinks it's Robert. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do a little, like a jump. I'm gonna like do a little jump for joy, and then I'm gonna uh, t- uh, turn around to my friends and say, "It's Robert." It's Robert. And then, and then once I see the realization in their eyes, I'm gonna point to me and I'm gonna say, "Can I?" And then I'm gonna do the yakking noise again, talk, and then I'm yeah, gonna point I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna to like him. walk up with you. Yeah, okay, I'm great. gonna go. Uh, Kit and Bizdeer, hold on. Kit and Bizdeer, what are you doing? Bizdeer's standing back because Robert basically killed me upstairs. (laughs) It was all in good fun. Okay. Kind of. I have had a piece of you in me, and no. Oh, Oh, Bizdeer. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Um, oh, no. Oh, God. I'm a part of you now. I have an idea. So, so Flick's going to come up to me. Okay. And I'm... Flick, why don't you go ahead and make me a dexterity stealth check, not just regular, because the noise cancels the disadvantage of your armor. A 13? Oh. Uh-oh. So as you get about halfway to Bria... He was excited. This starfish thing with the legs turns around. It's got a handful of confetti in its hand, and it goes, Oh, took you long enough. It's a robot? Hi, Robert. And as it turns around, you can see the front of this thing, and it's very strange. So each of the five arms of the starfish shape has a single eye and a mouth right below it. So it almost looks like it has five separate faces. In the center of the starfish thing is this funny little, like, dome with a with a pipe sticking out of it. It looks like some sort of turret or gun. or Well, you all wouldn't know what a gun is, but anyway, that's what it looks like. And as it uh, notices you all, all five eyes go wide, and it sort of spins around so that one of the faces is facing you all, and that's the face that says, took you long enough. Uh, it's, and a, then Brius, it, it's a robot? Uh, it is pretty clearly some sort of construct, okay, yes. Okay, so it's not like it doesn't have, like, s- skin. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like silver. It's like silver. Like it's. It's yeah. It's actually more sort of a bronzy color. Okay. So it spins around. It says that Bria says. Hi, Robert. And the arms sort of spin around again, and a different face sort of orients to be on the bottom, so that it's like upright and facing you all. And it says, "I mean, I suppose you can keep calling me Robert if you like." It's not really my name, but it's close enough, I guess. I asked you what your name was previously. What would you like us to call you? And once again, the arms spin around, and another face ends up there, and the voice comes out and says, My proper name is 01010100110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110
is speaking backwards. Uh, Bria, however, is the only one who can actually figure out and understand what it said. Uh, and it said, I, now I don't remember what it said, something about like working on one of my little black boxes because you all destroyed the one upstairs. So this is actually the language, our sister language. Um, we speak backwards to one another at nighttime in case we need to say <laughs> things about like. Anyway, so it spins one more time and a different face comes forward and says, now that you are here, what is your purpose? Flick? <laughs> yeah, I was like, and step forward. Um, <clears throat> so Flick will... Bria sees him step forward, and I kind of, like, get kind of awkward about it, and I, like, kind of bow as I back up. Like, oh, I guess this is the moment. <laughs> this is the moment. Uh, uh He's got to get all official now. Okay. Um, so I... He's going to step forward and say, I'm a cleric of Denier god from the forgotten realms and i have come to consecrate this power center in his name do you oh go no no please what does he say uh, so as you they. say uh, as you say denier a god of the forgotten realms it begins sort of like the 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 arms of the starfish sort of curl up a little bit so that they're like facing each other and it begins to very slowly sort of spin uh, and after a few moments it comes back down and another a face faces you and says Forgotten Realms, Plane X three four seven point nine four. Denier, God of Light, Scribe of Agma. <laughs> I'm gonna say very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know him? <laughs> <laughs> I am Denier. This uh, is yeah, right. yeah yeah. <gasps> uh, it doesn't spin this time. The same voice says negative. Hmm. Do you know of any reason why I shouldn't do this, Robert? Uh, the arms curl up again, and they, like, spin slowly. You get the idea that it's, like, conferring with itself. With itself, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and, and then sort of it opens back up and faces you and says, We know much about this area, the node of power. We do not know whether or not this is a good idea. You're new. <laughs> yeah, that was just about to say, hello, new friend. Uh, do you I know honestly, about? I don't even know what he just said. <laughs> like, I was just like, Ooh, new accent. <laughs> do you do you know about uh, the the crack in this in this thing back here? That's what I was going to ask too. Arms spin, uh, face comes forward. Oh yeah, we know all about that one. That happened after the event. You know when the Arcanists overloaded the node and we had the feedback calamity, cracked the thing right down the middle. Tell us more. <laughs> that actually makes me feel better about this. Do, uh, Keep going. Can, can it be repaired? Gosh, uh, you know, I tried for a while, but it was out of my skill range. Don't know if about you all. Maybe you can, but nothing I ever tried fixed it. I'm going to do it. You're going to do what? <laughs> I'm going to consecrate it. it. I'm going to do it. Wait. I have a question. <laughs> you just made a very large, very <laughs> unilateral decision. Yeah. I I'm have gonna a do question. It. That makes me feel thing. much better about it. What's the um, question? I, I want to step forward and ask, when it cracked, is that what caused Rithmala and Uza and Guard to become what they are right now? Arms spin around, faces you, and says, yes, that was the cause, but also the effect. It all sort of happened at the same time, and everything was connected to everything. It was the overload of the Arcanists that caused the crack. The crack destabilized the node. The excess power erupted from the node and created those creatures above. It created many more as well. 
Many of them you may have seen on your way down here. Many of the Arcanists and their retainers died outright from the surge of magical energies. It was terrible. I was not here for it, but I have reviewed the memories and the images from then, and it's not a trip down memory lane I would recommend to anyone. If, perchance, we (laughs) wanted to take that trip down memory lane, is there a way that you could maybe do, like, a whole movie and show us everything that happened? (laughs) Unfortunately, the time for such things is past. I, as I was affected by the residual magic seeping from the node, and my personalities became more diverse, I decided, I decided, and it's super weird, but, like, the tip of this arm sort of curls almost as if it's, like, indicating itself, like, I, this arm. I buy it. I decided that those memories were best left locked away for all time. There was no good to become of them. I knew the salient information could pass that much along, but none would benefit from seeing those awful images. Um, speaking of the, uh, whatever, the magic that is still being diffused for the... From the crack, do you think that is um, that's a risk for anyone who might try to put magic into the crack or into the node now? Uh, it spins around again, and uh, new voice says, "It is unclear. No one has tried to put new magics into the node since the calamity itself. It seems to me that the most likely outcome would be simply that the node is unable." to store as much magic as it once did, and it will lose that power much more quickly because of the crack. Um, I have another question on a tangent. Where are the keys? (laughs) Uh, spins around one more time, and the backwards voice says... (laughs) Do I automatically know what this is, since I did so well last time? No, you'll have- no, you just barely got the DC to understand it. I mean, you'll all know now that it's backwards, but you'll all have to make new checks to understand it. Uh, so it spins around, and the backwards voice says... Uh, so you all can make intelligence checks to understand uh, what it said. Uh, yes. <laughs> Flick. I natural 20. <laughs> okay. Kit. Uh, 21. Okay. Vizdira. 10. <laughs> Bria. You make so much fun. 17. Okay, so this time Kit and Flick are the ones who are able to sort of piece it together, uh, and they understand that they said that the keys are in secure storage locations, one per floor above you. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's really annoying. Well, guess those are gone forever. (laughs) No, we gotta... Robert! Robert! Robert, um, was... Was one of the keys? I bet it was in behind the, the fucking talking robots. Thing. Wait, hold on. Was one of the keys <laughs> where Bria? Each of them. Yeah. Was one of the keys behind that labyrinth room? The puzzle, the riddle, the door, the two, the two mechanical faces. One always tells the truth. One always lies. Uh, that is not what the riddle was. But yes, they spin around, and a voice. The one of the voices says, "Oh no, it wasn't back there. It was behind the room where all the constructs were that killed your friend over there." Okay, well, it's uh, we're moving along. Um, where where are the other two? Can you tell us where the other two are? Certainly. Why are they being so helpful now? Because <laughs> we beat it. Because it's not just Robert. I guess that's fair. Uh, so it spins around and a voice says, uh, One of the keys is located in the uh, planar organization room, hidden behind a particular uh, sliding panel in one of the doorways. And the third... And then it's 
spins around again, and uh, a third voice says, And the final key is located in an eastern portion of the third floor of the Arcanium, currently guarded by the Arcanist formerly known as Guard. Maybe later. (laughs) Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. If you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be good shit if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from, and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read any five-star reviews that we see on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also, as usual, want to remind you about our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks. Now, there's only one week left in our Patreon special offer, so right now is the time to join our Patreon, or even if you're already a member, to consider upgrading your tier. Anyone who joins at any level or upgrades their current pledge to any new level will receive several exclusive bonus perks, like never-before-heard audio content of Mead reading all all 10 journal entries from the second level of the Arcanium. Yes, 10. They missed two that no one has ever heard before. Additional entries in the anniversary giveaway and a thank you postcard signed by the whole cast. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so very much for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, and Matthew Allen. And to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Mert Grove, and the newest addition to our tribe leader ranks, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and our additional special offer perks that are only available until July 10th, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music that you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library of sounds and soundscapes at BattleBards.com. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything else from the DMs Guild or any of the drive through RPG sites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every Every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their amazing and ever-expanding services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. All right, last week of anniversary event reminders for you. Our anniversary live stream is next week, Wednesday, July 10th, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific, in place of us releasing a regular episode that day. We finally confirmed that we are going to be streaming that show on the Variant Roles channel on Twitch. Variant Roles has become a sort of streaming home for me over the last nine months. I'm super into all of the amazing things and people over at VR, and I can't wait to celebrate our anniversary with them. So, next Wednesday, join us at twitch.tv slash variantrolls. We'll be sure to have a link to the anniversary special on our website. Speaking of next week, today's social media posts are your last chance to enter our anniversary giveaway. Go on to Twitter, Instagram, and or Facebook, find our post about the week's episode, which will include a question about the show, and quote, regram, or share the post, including your answer to the question. You'll get one entry for each social media platform you do that on, so rack up those entries while you still can. Patrons will get additional entries, so if you really want to win, now's a good time to join the Patreon. The three winners will get varying combinations of Last Refuge merch, and stuff from Wormwood Gaming, who have agreed to celebrate our second anniversary with us. We'll announce the winners at the halfway point of our stream on July 10th. All right, 
That's enough chatting. We are reaching something important, so let's get back to the episode. Thanks for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Um, do you know what the beast was? Uh, spins around again, and voice says, The beast, colloquial name for calamity-inducing entity. Exact specifications unknown. Will putting magic into this node potentially, not potentially, will putting magic into this node release the beast? Unknown. He kind of said that earlier. Have, do you have information for the other... Arcanariums. Arcania. Arcaniums. Arcania. Carnia. (laughs) (laughs) Existence of three additional Arcania known. Existence of one central and unused Arcania known. Have any of them had magic recently put into them? Connections to three additional Arcania and one unused central Arcania broken. Status of three Arcania and central unused Arcanium unknown. Can you draw a map for us where all the different Arcania <laughs> we, are? We have, I mean, we have a map of the whole, of no, all the No, but I islands. mean, like, specifically on the islands where can you, they are. Yeah, can you mark on our map? Yeah. It was kind of a joke, but also if they would do it, that would be great. They actually can do it if you want them to. Like, if you give them something to, to mark on the maps, they they will do that. I yeah. most certainly will give them Hell yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you see that basically they're pretty close to the center of each of the four islands, and there's one smack in the center of the central continent. Do you have any thing <laughs> that heals crystal? The thing spins around, and a voice says, No, we've already been over this. I tried to fix the thing. I couldn't fix it. Yeah. So if I had something that would fix it, I would have used no, it. I didn't know if like your type of talents just weren't there. I'm gonna take that as a question and not as an insult. Well, I mean, you (laughs) did kill me upstairs, so... Touché. Yeah. Good to see you back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm thinking, slash, I'm going through my spells. Do we have... I don't have anything powerful enough. Anything, nothing that could fix it. Uh, Are you asking me, or are you asking asking the rest of your party? Okay. (laughs) Does anybody have any duct tape? Oh, my God. (laughs) My only... My only thought is that if I consecrate it, that power might be able to fix it. The healing power of Denier will tear, will, will seal the rupture. Please tell me, me Robert says that. No. <laughs> but that's kind of what I was thinking in a, like, a weird evangelical kind of way. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay, um, so I think we need to have a conversation amongst ourselves now on if you are doing this or not. My first inclination, obviously, was to do it because I wouldn't be poor. I mean, the, the Arcanists were super, super powerful, had a lot of magic that they were pouring into it all the time. That's why it got overloaded, and that's why it broke. And so I'm only one person, I am or Tiefling, and I only have so much magic, and the Consecration Ceremony is only so powerful. I mean, it is a powerful ceremony, but like I, I could do it as a first-level cleric. Yes, Bizdira. I would like to ask Robert one more question. <laughs> yes. Robert, why were you stuffing another little box with confetti? Are you expecting more people or companions or contestants, as it will? Oh, one never can tell when one will have visitors. Also, I've been here a long time, <laughs> yeah. so it helps to be prepared. <laughs> Um, that made me panic for a second. Um, me too. <laughs> uh, as the doors swing open behind us, um, Flick, I am 
I love you. Uh, I am less concerned now about your well-being and more about the well-being of the last refuge and what the consecration means to the last refuge. Sure. The good of the I get one. That. Or the good yeah. of the many outweighs the good of the one, right? Um, I mean, I've always been concerned about that, so I guess <laughs> being faced with the reality, like, those fears in addition to the fears of what could go wrong with the spell casting are uh, at the front of my mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like the four of us need to have a powwow. I I well, guess we need to vote. <laughs> well, okay, I want to ask another question of Robert. Yeah, he, they're being strangely straightforward and upfront about things. So I know, yeah, go I'm for confused, it. but I'm going for it. Um, How do we leave? <laughs> the creature spins around and the backwards voice says, This one should have a lower one because it's less words. <laughs> sure, sure. I will slightly lower the DC. Did you crit, Kit? Yeah. All right, uh, Bizdira. Eleven. You have yet to understand any of what this face is. It's just Bria over my head. Yeah, flick seventeen. Okay, and Bria. Uh, twenty-one. Great. All right, so uh, Kit and Bria both know that it said the way you came in. If if he consecrates the node, will it destroy Grithmala, Guard, and Uza? Uh, spins around. And another voice says, I would not see any reason for that to happen. No. Uh, what makes you think it might? I like that it's Dracula all I know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> it was always I kind like of supposed that. to be Dracula, but I didn't want to lean too into it because I thought it was weird. But now I'm like, meh, Well, fine. first it was Italian, then it was Russian. Now it's Dracula. Yeah. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it's just, it's ever-changing. This, one, this one's personality is still solidifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're um, fucked. <laughs> Yeah, how are we supposed to get out past creatures that want to potentially torture us and experiment on us and or mindfuck us uh, after we consecrate the temple? <laughs> Maybe, mm, God, I'm so cleric, this sucks. Maybe somebody will show up. Maybe a Gavrail will show up. Maybe we'll get divine intervention. Maybe something will happen. I feel- Maybe... I feel like, I this feel like your be... friends aren't going to put faith in your god like that. There's, but also... There should be national treasure. There should be an exit somewhere after <laughs> the treasure room. But also... I agree! I've been having thoughts of... Mm, I've been having doubts. I have doubts. I have such doubts. <laughs> um, where I totally think that... The, the, the internal struggle that I've been dealing with, slash Flick has been dealing with, is that I... Obviously, like, his faith in his deity... Versus the fact that he, I think Flick believes that we were put up to this by Gavrail. And I think this has nothing to do... I really don't... A part of me thinks that Denier doesn't have anything to do with this. And that it's all Gavrail versus possibly my father. Do we think this is like a training exercise? No, I think it's a competition between us and my siblings. Oh, well, like we better win then. Consecrate that bitch. Whatever it's called. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, even even if it is, in both instances, I consecrate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in both in both situations, I have to do that because we have to win. How? <laughs> <laughs> but is it worth? I'm. Oh God. What a complicated it ethical question. <laughs> Kit, I think that... Ask, ask the question, Kit. Well, yeah, is it is winning worth 
the life of the people on this island well, and it, their way of life. I completely understand that question. I, I completely understand that question. And how would their life differ very much, though? I, I think that what I'm gathering from this... You know what I mean? I, it, and that's not... I'm not looking for an answer. That's simply just a question. It's like, how well, how much effect would there be? Sure. I mean, if the point... If, like, winning is not only consecrating this temple in the name of Denier, but it's also, like, evangelizing and bringing people to him, if that's... I don't know if that's part of the deal, but that's what I... I feel like that's part of the deal. It's so, how it it's how it was I, sold. It's how the package was delivered. I don't think that's the package. I don't see this as like a like Christian missionary type thing where we're trying to bring the religion of Denier to these people. I think it's a matter of consecrating the temple so that it's not broken anymore and so that there's no danger coming from it anymore. That's the way I look be, at it. To- to be super clear, and Flick, you would absolutely know this, consecrating this temple to Denier gives Denier a foothold in this world. Yes. So that he becomes a god of this world that, as far as you all have seen so far, has no gods. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, Bizir, a- that's legit, <laughs> but it, there are other implications there, yeah, yeah, yeah. about suddenly there being, you know, a, a divine right. presence power of sort but in this world. The benefit of there being many gods and in some cases for some creatures no gods is that they have the choice whether or not to follow that god or not like he'll be here but they choose whether or not to believe in him and or follow him uh i can't remember right now does um does denier have a an alignment or general i can't remember at this very moment we're actually all evil characters here to brainwash everybody and make them follow Mm -hmm. our that's exactly right so denier has been described as being neutral good down with that yeah it's a god i can get behind to some degree so the choice now art and stuff right yeah art knowledge there are three there are three options Mm, three two ish (laughs) two in which we two ish in which we consecrate i consecrate and then one in in which we do not and we just go fuck shit up and kill the siblings and fuck all of it up i defy everybody I think I'm okay with consecration. I'm not okay with missionary work. I, uh, My original concern was that us putting magic into it was going to release the beast. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's what's going to happen. So I'm not super concerned about that at this point. Right. Agreed me on neither. that Me neither. Well. So um, for me, as long as Kit's on board, I'm on board. I'm very, very skeptical. Um... But it sounds like it's you three are on board. Or we could play along. We consecrate it, but we know we can defy it any time. We could, we could, de- we could go away from the plan at any point and just and choose to do that. What the fuck did you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm getting really. What the fuck did you just I'm say? I'm getting really excited. <laughs> sorry. I I literally have no idea what you just said. Could you try one more time? We could consecrate now. Okay. And play along, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Like we we can, you know, play you their could, game. The the what? The evangelical game? The Gavrail game. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lie to a powerful celestial figure who literally their species is able to detect lies without an effort. Mm, no. No, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> well, Which everything. I only say because that's something that you would know as I a cleric know, I know, about I angels. Know. So, I just got excited. I was going back to like the things that we remember. So like 
Flick woke up when we first got here and said, consecrate the temple. Bizdira remembers the kobolds have the keys. Like, what are the other two? Mine was to lead everyone to the crest of a hill. Okay. Kit, do you remember yours? I feel like I saw the world in alignment with nature and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah, nature, whatever. It's fine. Everything's great. So I think that... I think that mine has come true. I think that Flix is on the verge of coming true. And I think that, like, in further furthering our adventure, I think Bria's will come up and then the finale will be Kits. Everything's in line in nature. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful. If we make the right decisions. If we make and, the right decisions. And Those were also- as we previously spoke about, these could be things that Gavrail told put us in our to, minds. Yeah, put in our minds to try to convince us to do what he wants, not necessarily as a uh, a foreshadowing of what was to come. But he's our dad. Isn't our dad supposed I to don't be like to him. support us and Mm-mm. love us and I treat us like well? I've and never liked him. I have a lot that's why of pent favorite daughter. Uh, okay. That's why it. you hate me so much, because he likes me more. Oh, okay. I mean, he didn't I spend mean, any I... time with me. He just, like, trained me and that was it and was never really there for me, but whatever. <laughs> the more the more that we talk about this, it's, uh, to me, just such an example of the angels and devils. Disre- I mean, we're the tools. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going at each other, and they're competing against each other and trying to win, but we're just the tools. And I don't know what to do with that. Do you want to consecrate know. the temple? My instinct is, no. Okay, then we're leaving, I guess. Can we take a long rest? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it for this week. I just, well, not quite. I just want to be really clear because true to form for you yes, all, yes. you almost made one decision and now seemingly have very quickly made another. And look, either is fine. I have told you all for months that this is decision is A, entirely yours, and B, will set the course of the rest of your story. So I just want to be sure, are we, like, is that a decision that you are all on board with? I... To be fair, like, what was the, is the one who has to do What was the point of coming down here, though? Right, exactly. Like... What is the point of all of this? What was the point of me dying? What was the point of all of us getting hurt? and dealing with all this crap and like the whole point of coming down here was to consecrate the temple this is why yeah we, we've got to do it i've got to do it i'm doing it <laughs> no that was because it was my whole doubt process coming down here down 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 was like doubts 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 and then i wanted to because i knew that i wasn't gonna blow up or grow an extra arm and then i was more doubts because of the whole angels devils thing but now i know that we have to because that not only is that like a, a a benchmark for me and us as a group, but it is I think a, a, our key to get out of here. And I think I I think it's gonna help us. I think that is actually gonna help us on our way to destroying my siblings and making sure that they don't do any more bad things. Right. Well, also if this is if this is not an angels versus demons kind of crap right if this is the competition that you think it is between our father and your father then consecrating the temple is absolutely what we should be doing because that puts us ahead of the game i don't think it's all bad i don't think it's all bad i think there are probably more bad things that could come i mean and also if we don't do it that's just one more that my siblings can get Right. We gotta do it. While we're here, we gotta do it. We made it. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. I'm on board. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. 
To me, the only reason to do it is to stop your siblings from getting a foothold on the island. But that is a good reason. That's a good-ass reason. That's a big reason. Bria? She doesn't want to do it. That's okay. No, I... I'm just think. I'm thinking about... They're gonna... They're gonna do it anyway. I know. I'm just... I'm thinking about Oryx. What about him? I'm thinking about the Kobolds and Oryx and everything else here. Like, I'm thinking... That's what... That I'm... They're gonna be gone... uh, either way or they're not that they're going to be gone I don't know exactly what's going to happen to them they're leaving the island they're leaving right here's here's my argument well they're leaving the island to another island where there's going to be more of this shit so like it's it's all encompassing Uh, Mm -hmm. Denier can make you more powerful if he is here I will agree to this if our sole purpose is to protect the people of this island I think that goes with all of all of the people of this island including ones that we have murdered that y'all have murdered. I had no part in that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. The freaking, what are they called in Silson? The Yuan-Ti. The Yuan-Ti are kind of assholes, but sure. I mean, I think <laughs> I think our our whole goal with even coming down here, like we had our goal from Gabrielle, but I think that we would have fought, fought it more had we not had the Kobolds there. And like now it's about protecting them and protecting them from Flick's siblings and, and all of that. And part of that is making sure that they don't have a foothold with this temple. It just, I think what I'm saying is, it just also might mean, protecting them might also might mean going against Gavriel and going against his wishes for us. And I'm saying as long as we're all in line with that, I'm, to- I'm, I'm down for this as long as our purpose is not to quote unquote consecrate this, these islands, but instead to protect the people that are inhabiting the islands. I'm down with that. Yeah, and I, I agree. And okay. I justify that decision because Flick feels used. Okay. And he doesn't like that. And I'm down to do it because it's what all of a sudden I want to do, not what somebody's telling me to do. Okay. And and just to be clear, Flick, you understand that you you don't know what the expectation is for you after this is done. No. And they very well, you very well might get a divine order from one place or another contradicting what Bria has just asked. Yeah, I understand that. But okay. knowing that we have the free will to make the decision that suits us as a group and the people that we're trying to protect rather than following blindly as being of the orders that have come down from us, you know? Mm-hmm. One more question. Uh-huh. And I actually think this is maybe where we leave it, um, but that's your call, not mine. Um, how do we know for sure that his siblings are actually here and not that the visions that he's gotten have been from Denier. Because the ice demon attacked us. That was, I think that was the reason we like scurried into here without having a conversation because we were like, oh shit. Okay. I knew. The ice demons are coming. They are coming. It is upon us. Excellent. Well then, great. That was at least my interpretation. Yes. And how Kit feels about it. Good. I had forgotten about that. That was a very long time ago. Uh Great. I, I think have... we do. What are you talking about? It was, if it was like two days ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like two days ago. I have a question as well. How long does this consecration ritual take? Let's find out. I'll turn away from our starfish construct friend, look over to the pyramid, and reveal my amulet to Denier from my neck. I grab the girl's hands really tight. This year is a little bit excited about like actually getting her hand held too. She's like, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, oh. So linked the three Azimar watch as Flick reveals his amulet of Denier and approaches the node crystal. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. 
I'm exhausted. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to watch next week on Wednesday, July 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash variant roles to find out what this ritual looks like, what it does, what happens to find out how it all ends for now. <laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I look forward to seeing you all next week during our live second anniversary stream. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Something's happening to Alex. I need dice. Oh. Uh, come get them. <laughs> you don't need... Yeah, I don't need... Come, no, I said come get them. Oh, come and get them. Oh, oh. <laughs> Fine, okay. You didn't come out of your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who forgot my dice. I'm just saying. I heard that. I'm sure you did, because you're right next to me. <laughs> Only... Oh, oh. Well, whenever he's ready. Yeah, we're all ready to go. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh, wow, so many choices. Flick, make a constitution saving throw. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>